This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Do you want to introduce the podcast, Justin? Uh, yeah, OK. Over to you. Mm. OK. Well, well done you. You have downloaded Ian Lee's podcast, who's just been nominated this week for two radio awards. <laughs> oh, those guys, they're silly. Well, anyway, sit back and enjoy one hour of average content. How's that? I mean, it's a little bit... Uh, what, what are you after? I mean, uh, I, I, I want to go home. It'll do. What's next, Kelly? I, I can do more. No, do less, I think, is the uh, thing. Kelly, what's next? Um, I've written a menu. Oh, OK. An right. actual menu. Uh, oh, a menu. An actual menu. Coming up, there'll be some of this. La, 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 la. Coffee nominum. La, 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 la. A story involving this. Shaka like a boom boom. There'll be none of him. Jeffrey's on the line. Morning, Jeffrey. Morning, Jeffrey. Morning. Not today, Jeffrey. Justin, are you are you standing in the shower? Uh, no, no. I'm in Hockwell ringing Luton, just enjoying the uh, the sights and the sounds. Okay, so you're a bit hissy. Oh, am I? And certainly none of this. Hearts and Bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Hey, Justin, I've got, I got some tips for you, mate. Mm. If you want to get ahead in radio, three tips, OK? Go on. One, don't swear in front of a microphone. Yes. Two, never eat anything from a listener. We all remember Mike Mendoza's having, uh, having his cake spiked <laughs> by a listener with LSD in the 80s. Yes. And number three... Do not start a show like this. Get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. I've been here about 45, 46 years. Been here 76 years. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is... Oh! Oh, no! You can't press it more than once. What's happened there? We were listening to the wonderful trail about the big tour. Mm. Um, it, it, you know the, the, the hint that it is, yeah. says go? Yes. It just means it will go, whatever the next button is. I thought it would be a fun way to um, try and start the show by, instead of pressing the go button, mm. by throwing a toppence at it. Yes. To uh, try and trigger it off that way. Yeah. Didn't work. The button flew off the machine. I then managed to press the, the you, button to start. You recovered. You then said something. Do you remember what you said, Paul? I said, press that again. And I did. Yes. Several times. And uh, messed it up. So we're going to have to do that all over again, no. I'm afraid. That's, and we can't okay. start the show. I wonder if Lee wants to do the news. We'll, we'll, we'll forget the news. Right, here we go. No, that's Laura Brannigan. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We'll get to her in our own good time. You should have just press stop at that point. No. Nope. Oh, hang on. Don't worry. Right. That's travel. Oh. No, stop that's now. travel. Press stop oh, there. Yep. Here we go. BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. I've been here about 45, 46 years. Been here 76 years. It's all about where you live. And all this week we're featuring Shefford and Chicksands. I love it. I live in Clifton, but I wish I lived in Shefford. It's a very good neighbourhood here. We've got good neighbours, good friends, and it's a good community to live in. The big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
Across beds, hearts and bones. Oh, nuts. This no. BBC Three Counties oh. Radio. Kelly, I'm having... To get Kelly, I'm having, I'm having terrible trouble starting the show this morning. How can I help? <laughs> oh, all right, love. You've got a cov on. No, I just would like to help. I tell you what, let me go to the, the boss. Catherine? Yeah? I'm having terrible trouble starting the show this morning. Yes, yes, you are. What the, why is everyone angry? It's not my fault. Why are, you throwing, why are you throwing money around in there? That's against guidelines. I thought it would be a fun way to start the show by starting the show with a tuppence hitting a, co- a button. Why don't you throw your finger at the button? Like that? Uh, no, it, at the button. Oh, now we're in trouble because the travel alert's gone off, which means that people... Press that button. People Press are listening now. Oh, Quick, one. say something. Yeah. There say we go. something Done. really good. Mm, right. It's going again now. Oh. Oh, nuts. Sorry! There we go, it's off. It's off. Right, OK. I, how do we start the show? So you play that big tour jingle. Oh, it's on again. Then oh. you do the opener and you say hi, right. Ian Lee. Hang on, so that's this is what's going to go up. there. Does Lee want to do the news? I really think that would Ian be. Ian Prog Bed One. Okay, right. Okay. Press. No, we should have that again because no, it's important. No, really it's important. BBC let's, let's Three Counties. Go with this, and then we'll be in. Here we go. Tour of beds, hearts, and bucks. I've been here about 45, 46 years. Been here 76 years. It's all about where you live, and all this week we're featuring Shefford and Chicksands. I love it. I live in Clifton, but I wish I lived in Shefford. It's a very good neighbourhood here. We've got good neighbours, good friends, and it's a good community to live in. The big tour of beds, hearts, and bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio. Thanks, team. Thanks, team. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks, team. Hey. Nearly seven minutes in, and we managed to get the show off of the ground. All righty, guys. All righty. Coming up in the show, new brooms at Barnfield, false alarms, automatic ones, old mums, they're over 50. I mean... Across beds, really? hearts and bucks. We haven't got time to go into detail now. See Three Counties Radio. We haven't got time. And I, if you can make this snappy, Paul, because I do want to play Gloria. It'd be great. <coughs> hey, guys, let's talk about special, special powers. powers. Oh, oh, that is nuts. Oh. That is nuts, Justin. You believe you've got special powers. It says so in the Radio Times this week, you muppet. No, no, it's true. Actually, absolutely. No, no, I, I believe true. for years that I do have special powers, and I prove that to you this week on your programme, don't forget. So don't start knocking me. Catherine? Is this the thing about coffee? The coffee phenomenon. <laughs> Shall we? Coffinomenon. La 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 la. We're talking this morning. Well, Justin Dilly, as we know. I think there are people out there with special powers. <laughs> and <laughs> I have to add the S. The S drops off, so you have to just kind I of. I think there are people out there join me. with special powers. Um, <clears throat> and you, you were there, you witnessed the mm. coffee. Yeah. I mean, the, I want to call it coffee bending, but that's. It's, um, what would you get? The coffee, the coffee seance? Premonition. The coffee premonition. Yeah. Which sounds like a great title for a film. Have you ever encountered special powers in your life at all? Um, can you, maybe some examples or just like... Okay, part? for example, um, this morning, my colleague Justin Dealey and I had a coffee premonition uh, where I phoned him up demanding he buy coffee. Yeah. But whilst I was making that phone call, he was already buying coffee. So maybe something like that, or maybe you got touched up by a ghost. I have had not that, but I've had the the former. 
thing. And I think it was with you. I think you you it might have resulted in coffee as well before. I'm sure previously, prior to this morning, you've you've texted me something with a request, and I'd actually already done it. It it's, not really, it's not really an anecdote, is it, Catherine? I'm struggling here. He's, no, he's no. Not, Sometimes not my Houston phone off. will go off and I'll have just been thinking, oh, Ian uh, is going to phone. It, <laughs> Ian's going to call in sick and, oh, look, they're, 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 what a surprise. I was going to say that, but then I thought, no. Yeah, Kelly, you, you're young and... Uh, um, I can't... Spiritual. Spiritual, mm. thank you. That's what I was going to say. I was, I was actually going to say... <laughs> I was going to say that. Can you I didn't hear that. Can you say that again? Yeah, I was going to say... So... Nice poem. Um, do you, have you had any kind of... <laughs> I was. I have a couple of days off and I forget the rules, you see. I've uh, had dreams and then my friend have had similar dreams. My boyfriend, like, I've dreamt about a birthday cake and he's dreamt about birthday cards. Was it around a That's birthday? That's spooky. No. Around? Well, not ours. Maybe someone's. someone's uh, not, no one that we knew. We're not getting the um, spooky meat that I was hoping to get. I want someone to deliver some spooky meat to me this morning, please. 08459 455 555. Your spooky stories, your... Um, inge- don't just sit there trying to think of one, Paul. If, if, if you had one, it would be on the tip of the tea. Yeah. No, I'm sure there, is, there probably is one. I just can't think of exactly that. I'm not sure it's a good phone in. Hang on, it's be- hang on a bit. It's better than the rubbish you come up with. What? Ooh, who's got? What's your? Uh, who's got um, a dog? What's Call me your, now. No, no. The best one, Kenny's one about things that have happened in your past was good. What one was that? What things that have? Things, things that have happened. What things don't you do because of things? No, things that have happened in your past that. Put you off things. What things have you not? Don't. What was things it? have you stopped doing because of things? Things no. that have happened in your past. Call me now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I take that to the street. That this. This is a good. This is a good one. Okay. What spooky things have happened to you? Maybe you had a coffee premonition. Maybe you got touched up by a ghost. Maybe any of these things happened. Oh eight four five nine four double five five. You can't just sit there thinking of one, Paul. He's doing the thinking face. Look. I've had that thing happen in the night time where you think someone's <laughs> in your bedroom. Yeah, it's your husband. No, when I was single oh, and dear. I would well, wake up we, and I must have been asleep. We've seen asleep. the ramifications of that in various parts of the world, <laughs> I haven't we? I must have been asleep. I've but wo- you think someone's in your bedroom and then you jump out of bed. Yeah, you couldn't use that in a, in a defence I've got it. I've got, I've got the answer to your question. Right. OK, so my friend wakes up, calls me and says, Kelly, be careful on your drive into work. I had a dream that you crashed your car and you died. Right. And I said, funnily enough, I did crash my car this morning, but I didn't die. But your, his dream was um, quite accurate. Is that when you crashed into me? That was when I hit Catherine Boyle's car. See? Right. Okay, the circle complete. That is a spooky story, that's Paul. Not that is spooky. Yeah. That's a coincidence. What? Is that, is that coincidence? That's just coincidence. That's... That's more spooky than the coffee coincidence story. Well, let's not get carried away oh, with ourselves. Uh, Don't bring science into this, Goins. I've, I've, I actually, unlike Justin, I do have stats. Where? Upstairs. Go and get them. What, now? Yeah. How does he still work here? I don't know. Won't be for much longer. Oh, no. It's embarrassing. Upstairs is to the right, Paul. Has he gone to the left? Oh. It's gone. It's gone. I think he's just waiting out in the hallway. Is he just waiting out in the hallway? Go and have a look, Catherine. He's come back in. Oh. Oh, he's got... Wait, that's not stats, mate. That's a clock. Yeah, it's a correct clock, mate. Oh, he's found the correct clock. 
Flipping it. I'm going to do the travel. I'll have a word with you. Would you bring a correct clock in? Oh, eight four five nine four double five five double five is the number you can get me on during the week, six till nine. You can ring me about anything. Maybe you want to have a go at me and have me cut you off. Maybe you want to bring a story to our attention. Or maybe, just maybe, you want dating advice. Sophie's on the line. Sophie, it's not your real name. What is your real name? Oh, you don't want us to know. I understand. Right, OK. What can we do for you, Sophie? I have a bit of a question for your listeners. Yeah, go on. Um, it's twofold, really. Um, one, why do men lie about their height? Oh. And is it all right for a woman to be taller than a man? OK, well, I can answer both those questions. Uh, first of all, men lie about their height only if they're tiny. I'm just under six foot three. That's not a lie. That is a fact, and I do have statistical evidence to, to back that up. So I'm guessing you're talking about a tiny man. <laughs> uh, and h- how, t- how tall are you, and how tall is this tiny man? Um, well, I'm five eight. OK, OK. Yeah, good height for a girl, yes. Um, and, and they claim to be 5'9". But you're taller than him, are you? Yes. By how much? By about two inches. Oh, dear, so he's 5'6", he's at best. How did this happen? How did this, this come about, that you were with this tiny man? Um, blind date, really. Oh, mate, mate. Do you like him? Yeah, he's nice. It's just we. Do you like him enough to not ever wear high heels again? No. Do you like him enough to not mind if you do wear high heels and he looks smaller? No. Let's just say it, OK? Is he Danny DeVito? He's <laughs> not even attractive. Let's just... <laughs> is, is your fella attractive or not? Yes, he is. OK. Let's, let's, let's put the cards on the table here. Here are the uh, big cards, here are the tiny cards. It is not right for a woman to be taller than a man. Thank it, you. It, it isn't right at all. It's wrong. Tom Cruise did it. Well, that, that, didn't, the man. that didn't really pan out, did it? No. No, that's true. And he got her to stand in a trench all the time, <laughs> didn't he? Man maker for Mr Cruise. That's what they call it, don't they? A little bit he you stand... wore the heels, didn't Yeah, he? exactly, he did. He wore lifts. She could, he, she could get him the bucket shoes. What are the shoes? Stilts. No, blocker the, boots. Blocker boots. Blocker boots. She could get him some blocker So when did you go out on your date, Sophie, over the weekend? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, how did it go? Was it nice? Was it, it was lovely. It's sitting down, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Did you, did you say to him, come on, Shorty, you, you, you lied to me? Uh, I, I tried to be very diplomatic in what I said. Yeah. And, and it was... Um, the answer was, well, you're, not, you're, not, you're the same height as me. And I'm like... Oh, I'm no. He, he's he's living himself, that's what's going on. He's living in a fantasy world. Did you, when did you realise that he was smaller than you? Was it, was it, did, did you kind of meet him while he was sat down? What was the, what was the scenario? Um, I kind of walked in together and I was kind of thinking, ooh, um, is it my, my eyes or am <laughs> I just sort of, you know, just imagining that he's not as tall as I thought he was? Yeah. And then sat down and then as we walked out, it was like, no, he's definitely shorter than me. I'm going to ask a personal question, Sophie, and I'm, I'm afraid I, I need an answer. Did you kiss at the end of the date? No. No, OK. Yeah, and, and that wouldn't have worked. I can tell you now, it would not have worked. Well, you could pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> Hang him on a coat hanger. No, it, it wouldn't have worked, Sophie, because um, Kelly, it would not have helped. Kelly's just typed on my screen, would it help if he wore a giant hat? That wouldn't help at all. But then he'd appear taller. It, it, bending down to kiss someone is fine for a gentleman. We're built to do it. It's just the, we, we, the way our spines are, are designed. But for a woman to do it, it's, a, it's inappropriate. Well, I've got where, girls... Where to put the arms. Yeah. When you're walking side by side, I just imagine, you know, it's under or over, and usually for a girl, it's under. 
and I just wouldn't want to have to be over. Catherine, you're a, a, a woman. We've got the results back, so we can say that categorically yeah. now. Uh, ever been out with someone smaller than you? My husband's not that much taller than me. But he's not smaller. Yeah, and that's the difference. I mean, even the same height. If you're really, really in love with someone and they're the same height, you can get away with it. I did go out with someone a little bit smaller, but I was about, like, 13. I went out with a, a chick bigger than me. Really? Yeah, I know. Are you sure she was a chick? Well, it, it was like it was like um, being in bed with a bear. <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, it was... I mean, not that she was hairy, but it was just, it was just, it was just masses of back. I remember there being lots of back. There's so much back and shoulder. It's incredible. Uh, it does it. And that's how he would feel. Is that what we bring you back around to, Sophie? <laughs> so she, we're trying to make her feel good about herself. Oh, yeah, that's it. No, this. I mean, this. She was a. She was a big girl. Um, uh, Kelly, you're tiny. What are you? You're five foot, aren't you? Four eleven. Oh wowzers! You could. Same you, height as Peggy Mitchell. You, I know. You Judy couldn't. There, there are literally no men smaller than you. Unless they're nine. Yeah, and that's which is just inappropriate just these days. Yeah. Sophie, what do you think you're going to do? That's why I'm asking your listeners, really. Okay. Well, oh uh, uh, eight four five nine four double five five double five. Not that we're shallow, but we are going on his base of his his height. Yes. What's he look like? A very cute, lovely eyes. Cute. Lovely Is he handsome? Smile. Is he kind of boyish? Uh, yes. I I think you you sound like a what? Are you? Um, how can I put this delicately? I can't. Are you a munter, Sophie? <laughs> No. You're, you're, you, I mean, what I'm trying to say is you sound, you sound hot. You sound like a looker. And you can do better than a short man. Well, we don't know if he's not good. I, she can do better than a short man. She totally can. Listen to her. She sounds intelligent. She sounds funny. She sounds uh, beautiful. He might be a hoot. He might be Dudley Moore. Oh, <laughs> no one wants to go to Dudley Moore. Not now. Um, Isn't he dead? Yeah, exactly, So Exactly. Okay. I... <clears throat> I personally, You'd go out with Davy Jones, he was small. You would go out with him. I personally think, Sophie, you sound like a wonderful human being. I think you can do a lot better than that. Okay, thank you. You're, no, you're welcome. Seriously, keep li- keep listening. We'll put it out to the listeners, Sophie, and see what they say. Are you hitting on her? A little bit, yes. <laughs> okay. How old are you, Sophie? Um, about the same age as you, Mr. Oh. oh, you're old. <laughs> in that case, maybe. In that case, I, I, your back. yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe you should. Um, maybe you should. You know, grab it while you can. I'm joking, Sophie. Listen, I appreciate. No, what? Oh, geez. you know, you're saying these things out loud. Oh, I know. This is my problem, Sophie. You sound like a wonderful person. I think you can do better. Let's see what the listeners have to say. Thank you. Very Thank much. you very much indeed. She can do better than She's that. She's in doubt. If in doubt, take him out. No. Again. No, one if more. In, one more. If in doubt, knock him out. I thought it was if in doubt, leave it out. My mum says if in doubt, do not. Uh, so it, do one of those things. Yeah, <laughs> do do one of those things. You've, you've heard Sophie's predicament. Uh, I think it's, it's obvious, really, isn't it? You, you, she has to uh, dump him. So they've only had one date. He's wee. Get, she's five foot eight. That's a, five foot eight is a wonderful height for a woman. She, she'd make a six foot one bloke very, very happy. Very happy. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Let's throw it over to you, dear listener. What should Sophie do? Is it ever acceptable for women to be taller? than their men. If you're a woman and your husband, your boyfriend, is shorter than you, could you give me a call and let me know how badly it's going? <laughs> I said something controversial this week, Just. What did you say? Well, I said many controversial things, but there was one thing in particular that really got Karen's goat. Karen's a tall lady, and she thought oh. I was offensive to tall ladies. Morning. Karen, what have you got for me? 
So, you earlier you made a quite a derogatory comment about sleeping with a lady who was taller than you. Yes. Um, in what way is it derogatory? Descriptive, I thought. No, I would say it was derogatory. What, what did I say that was derogatory? Remind me. Well, no, that's so you said about um, all she was was back and no, shoulders. No, didn't, didn't say that. I said there was a lot of back and a lot of shoulders, which there was. Yeah. Big, big back, yeah, big well, soldiers. Not derogatory, descriptive. Okay. Uh, right, we'll agree to disagree Have you got a big back? No, what I'm trying to go back to was about the height Appropriate thing. word, yes. So you were saying that you felt that you couldn't go out or a woman shouldn't go out with a man shorter than her. Yeah, it's disgusting. What happens... It's disgusting. What happens when a woman is six foot four? Don't you think she's narrowing the field? Well, yeah, she is. Essentially, you're being disrespectful by saying oh, a woman six foot Karen. four shouldn't be able to go out with with the short man. Karen, how tall are you? If you're five foot eight. How tall are you, Karen? Four. Right, okay. I'm not being disrespectful. You just got a chip on your shoulder. I haven't got a chip on my shoulder. Well, it shoulder. sounds like you've got a chip on your ample that, shoulder. No, I haven't got a chip on my shoulder. It's society being very narrow-minded by saying they can't go out with shorter So people. do you go out with wee men, wee men then? Uh, not wee men, but I have gone out with a shorter man, and I've gone out with a taller man, and my current boyfriend is, is shorter than me, only by an inch. There you go, I'm only by an inch. So you could, could you go out with a five-foot-eight man? Yeah, but why should society tell us what we should and shouldn't do? Because it's then weird. I've with taller, yeah, but I've gone out with taller men and I've been followed round supermarkets because he's taller, because he's six foot eight. I follow tall whatever. men. I, do you know what? I follow tall men because it's very rarely I get to... This is true. It's very rarely I get to meet a man that's taller than me. So I quite often, if I see one that's taller than me, I'll go and stand by him and get my wife to take a photo. That's really unfair, and that's rude. I have that all the time, and I think, Uh, why can't people come up to me and say, I think you're fascinating because you're tall? Oh, yeah, because that wouldn't be weird. Karen, that wouldn't be weird. People come up to you and go, oh, you're tall, I think you're fascinating. They're not thinking fascinating. Yeah, but you wouldn't go up to someone Uh, and go, oh, aren't you fat? But you go up to someone and you stare at them. You know, you don't just stare. You know, you shouldn't go up to people and take photographs of them. We shouldn't, but, you know, we do. We do. And you do, but that's the problem society. People, society are getting bigger and larger and taller. Yeah. And why is there not an acceptance about it? Why is there always derogatory comments? Well, no, hang on, there's no... Dro- describing someone as having a lot of back and shoulder, that's not derogatory, it's description. It's she had, okay. she had a big back. There was a lot of back and shoulder. Would you mean to dis- would you mean to lie and say there was a tiny back? No, but I just don't think it's very nice. I'm surprised you didn't pick up on the line me saying it was like being in bed with a bear. Well, that was that was worse. Well. Yeah, but it's all that whole comment about how you were describing that woman was rude. In your opinion. Yes. Yeah, no, in your opinion. My opinion. Like your opinion. Yeah, your you your, your opinion happens. Your opinion happens to be wrong this time. Oh, okay. Yeah, by you, not necessarily by everybody else. You have the capability of putting your opinion across on the radio. And you, so, so I want do to you. Go back and say yes. That's why I phoned you. Well, you've done it. Good. I would say just chill out a bit. Thank you. You're All very right. welcome. Ta ta. All right then. See you later. Bye. There we go. Oh, eight four five nine. I think we ended as friends. Did we end as friends? Was that was that an ending as friends? No. <laughs> Let's um, ask Harry and Hitchin. Harry, would you pay ninety pounds for a football shirt? Yeah. Oh, shirt. Football shirt. Oh, I thought you meant. Oh, I thought you meant a dress shirt. Yeah, Jeffrey. 
No, it's Harry. Not today, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Catherine, we must have some phone calls lined up about special powers, spooky uh, powers, um, coffee phenomenons, coffee phenomenons. I don't know whether we have. I think they might all be dowsing for crystals or whatever. I'll, it is I'll they stop do. you there. I'll, I'll go to the uh, to Kelly, who's, who's more kind of uh, down with the kids. Kelly, have stop. we got any, got any calls about uh, coffee phenomenons? Word. Yeah, we've got one. Let's speak to them. What now? Oh. We've got Trav. Oh. And Wev. And we've got Justin. Can, no one is, can I just say, I've actually been doing something pretty special this morning and not one of you has picked up on it. What? I've made up a word. Could you not thank me for coming up with cough phenomenon? Thank you. Mm. Don't like it. What do you mean? It's a coffee phenomenon. Cough phenomenon. No. no. Say it. No one will ever use it. No. We will. I'm going to use people it. People who do that to words are silly. No. Say it. No. Kelly, you say it. Cough phenomenon. Cough phenomenon. That's exactly my point. Because you're talking about a coffin phenomenon. So I'm not going to catch I on. didn't say coffin. You said coffin phenomenon. I said coffin phenomenon. Yeah, that's a coffin phenomenon. No, I said coffin phenomenon. Forget the cough. That's, that's coffee anonymous. That's not even a thing, is it? That's where we mm. should be going. Coffin phenomenon. You say it at home in your car. You're, you're in the kitchen with your, your toddlers. Don't, don't say it. Say Stay with us. Coffin phenomenon. Coffin phenomenon. Coffin phenomenon. Coffin phenomenon. Coffee nominon. Coffee nominon. You got it. Coffee nominon. Coffee nominon. Coffee nominon. Oh, travel. Coffee nominon. Please. Coffee nominon. Do you know what this reminds me of? Mm. It's Coffee Christmas nominen. time. La 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 la. It's Christmas time. La 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 la. Coffee nominon. La 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 la. Where's Kath gone? Oh, she's left. Oh, selfish. <laughs> so, exciting times. A new word has been invented. No, I'm not accepting that word into my dictionary. Yeah. Right. Why? Well, I don't really know what it's for. What word? What? Coffinonomen. You said it. Thank no, you. I didn't. Not coffinonomen. You, you want to know what a coffinonomen is? Yes. OK. Well, what happened this morning was, is we wanted coffee, do you remember? And I phoned up Justin mm. and left a message and saying... he was already buying it. Buy coffee. He was already buying coffee. That's, that's a coffinonomen. Yeah, but that's happened once. We don't need a word. We don't need a catch-all well, we, 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 we need a word, don't we, Just? Hello, boss. Yeah, we, we've come up with the word coffinonomen. Oh, that's good. For, it's for a coffee phenomenon. Yes. Because this morning, I... Don't pitch him long words. He shortens everything. Uh, this morning, Justin, I wanted coffee. I phoned you up. I left a very charming, funny message on your phone. Abusive message, message, yes. Yep. Saying, buy, buy some coffee. But while I was leaving that message, you were already actually buying coffee. Mm. That's a coffee phenomenon. It's a coffee phenomenon. Absolutely. Now, if you get enough people to say that, uh, that word will then be placed into the English dictionary. Did, Did you know that? You need enough people to have it first, and it's just not going to happen. That's why it's a phenomenon. <laughs> it's a coffee phenomenon. it doesn't have to be a special power. Coffinomenon. No. It oh. can be. It can be something else. Don't. She's only young. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for example, something else to do with coffee. Now, make me one. That's one. We we've been doing a really really powerful phone in this morning, Justin, mm. on special powers. How's it going? Well, yeah. the thing is, we've had just had so much content. We've been turning callers away. Uh, yeah, but one, yeah. one caller we've not turned away is Derek. Morning, Derek. Morning. Derek, have you had a cough phenomenon? Well, yeah, you could say that. Yes, you I, could yeah. say it and we will say it. Please don't. Um, I was dri- when I worked for a local bus company years ago, and I was driving one bus, it's particularly old, windy and drafted, it was raining outside, it was horrible, and I thought to myself, if no windscreen wipers stopped, I could take the bus back, and they stopped. Oh, blimey. Yep. Was there a coffee right involved? Right in life, That is nuts. Okay. So you, with your psychic powers, you made the, the bus break down? Oh, maybe. I often know what my wife's going to say before she says it. 
Well, is, is it tidy up that mess, Derek? Usually, yeah. Yeah, usually. <laughs> Derek, excellent stuff. Thank you. And Derek has actually... Now, Derek has taken us to a, a new level of language. We are on the frontier here. A phenomenon doesn't necessarily need to be about coffee. No. It could just true. be something a little bit spooky. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. a phenomenon. A cough... <laughs> So it's something, something like a cough phenomenon. Something, something like a phenomenon. Something like a phenomenon. Something like a phenomenon. Did you miss me, Kath? Cathanonomen. Now, Justin. Yes. You've been out and about asking people <laughs> about their um, special powers, about yes. their, their cough phenomenons. Yes, absolutely. Did you get a lot of spooky stories? Oh, yes. Uh, Now, in this piece about special powers, I will prove to you and our listeners across Beds, Hearts and Bucks that I do have special powers. Also, some some very serious stories in here as well. Ian, here's what happened. Hey, Carl, have you got special powers? I predicted some football scores. Uh, I predicted that Newcastle, when Newcastle were losing 4-0 to Arsenal, I predicted that they'd come back 4-4. You predicted that? Yeah. Wow! You've got the gift, mate. <laughs> OK, then. You enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. Morning, sir. I'm from the BBC. I believe that I've got special powers. Can I do one oh, thing with you? the boss. There's the boss. He's the boss. OK. Yeah. Boss, I'm from the BBC. I've got special powers. Um, you're here on the market this morning. I predict that you've got 15 cabbages in that box. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. I am? Yeah, yeah, you're correct. Can you just confirm yeah. that I hadn't looked in that box previously? Yeah, yeah. How does it feel to be in the presence of somebody with a special power? Does it feel good? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Have a good day. Thank you. Now, Margaret, you do have special powers. This is in relation to your son. Tell us what happened. Well, I, say, I was standing watching him going to work on his little moped some years ago. And my stomach just, you know, gave a jump. And when he got to the traffic lights, a car shot the lights and knocked him off his bike. And he tried to blame my son for doing it. Your son was OK? Yeah. Thank God for that. But but you knew, yeah. you yeah. knew at that moment in time, because of that feeling you got, you'd never yeah. felt it before, you yeah. knew he'd had an accident. Yeah. Ian wants to know this morning, sir, lovely tracksuit, by the way, have you got any special powers? Powers? Yeah. No, no, no. You never predicted anything? Or? No, never. Do you believe that people like me have got special powers? I don't know who are you? I don't know who you are. Justin Dealey. And who, I don't know Justin Needle. That's what I'm saying. Justin Needle. Yeah. I can predict things. Yeah, go on, predict me something then. Okay, I'm going to predict this lovely tracksuit you're wearing. Where would you get that tracksuit from, oh, by the way? years now, you know. Okay, I reckon you're going to take that off later on and go to bed. Well, probably would have sometime today, tonight, yeah. 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 yeah you you see, I've got special powers, I'm psychic. Yeah, you've got fair play to you. Thank you very much. <laughs> very good, thanks. Linda, welcome to the club. You've got a special power. Tell us your story, what happened? I know, I was really desperate. And um, I just thought, what am I going to do about the food for the kids? And I looked out my front door and there was a fiver on the grass. So you almost made that money appear because you were in such desperation, you were, you were praying, and, and then suddenly the money from nowhere just turns up. Yeah. And another time when I was, I was about 19, yeah. and I had my daughter, she was only a baby then, and um, I was supposed to go out with a load of friends in a car, and um, in the end I said, I can't go because of my little one. And uh, the car crashed that night and they all died. Oh! Flipping heck, Just! There you go. You see, you there, gave there is us the a proof. warning, but I, I yep. wasn't expecting that. There is the proof that people do have special powers. For whatever reason, oh, um, somebody told her that evening not to get into oh, that car. Dear. It's something that she still mm. thinks about on a weekly basis. That is a cough phenomenon and a half, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that really has. Um, sent shivers down my spine. Mm, horrendous. Elle McPherson says, Sid. She's six foot, 
stunning, but she's got size 12 feet. Doesn't do it for Sid. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with size 12 feet? Yeah, on if, a if, woman, though, mate. Oh, come on, if you've got Elle McPherson, who cares about what no, size feet she's it, got? Uh, she's uh, wonderful. That, it would, that would put me off. You'd, you'd be, you know, you'd be helping her, you know, oh, get into, into a more relaxed atmosphere. Then you'd spend 20 minutes taking her shoes off. Hey, look on the bright side, <laughs> OK? Socks. Imagine pulling her socks off. <laughs> if you're going to go... Take ages! <laughs> Have you finished taking my sock off? No, I'm only halfway there. You've got size 12 foot love. Can't you, do it. You could borrow her shoes at the weekend, couldn't you? Yeah, you could do, actually. Yeah, trainers for the gym, things like that. Yeah, you've got, you got to think about the positives, not the negatives. Speaking of negatives, why do people listen to this show? Uh, because it's different. Well, no, I tell you what, I'm getting a lot of abuse on the old uh, Facebook today. Yeah, from, you love it. Well, from the usual suspects. You know what that is, though? Why? They're pulling your pigtails. Yeah. Well, there's a little girl at school, and boys used to pull my pigtails or ping my means bra. they fancy me. Exactly. Yeah, if you can't kiss them, hit them. I don't mean, I don't mean hit them, like, with a full wallet, but I mean, it's what you used to do. If you, if you fancied a girl when you were 14, 15, you'd give her a dead arm. So just think of it like that, they're just pinging your bra straps. But it's the same, so Steve, Steve keeps, Steve slags me off every day. He, he does love it, doesn't he? Mm. And then there's, there's another fella, oh, let me get to get this on Facebook. Hang on a second. This other fella, Jeremy's been, and I, I've, right. I've, I've replied to him saying, all right, J- Jeremy, calm down, you know, it, listening is voluntary. It's not compulsory. I think what you need, boss, is a little arm round you after the programme uh, and maybe a, a breakfast somewhere. Oh, and uh, this week I will be eating a saveloy in public. I don't often eat things long, Wowzers. but it's um, for charity. Normally <laughs> <laughs> insists on putting those things up. Mm. <laughs> well, um, that, that's, that's very kind. I need a little mm. arm. Kelly, can I borrow one of your arms? Of course. Thank you very much indeed. Well, I think Justin Excellence... Would you, you, you wouldn't go out with a woman that was taller than you, would you? Uh, well, I think it would be quite hard to find one that was taller, to be quite honest. Well, you're not but, that um, tall, mate. But listen, if you love somebody, you love somebody. Who cares how tall they are? But there are some things that you could, that love. Um, love is blind. Yeah. But you can still feel that someone's taller than you, can't you? Yeah, you can do. But um, one last thought on this. What I would say, Ian, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Bye. Did he just resign? <laughs> when did we start doing Dealey's final thoughts? Please, can we do Dealey's final oh. thoughts? And also, he's, he's still-, still there. Dee Justin. Hi. Are you oh, t- yeah. <laughs> I thought, what? why didn't you just switch off the equipment if you were going to, you know, do a dramatic ending? No, no, but a final thought's a final thought. You know, I, I had my, my saying. Stop oh, having no. another one. Can I? Yeah. It was hardly a thought. It was just yeah. some random words you threw out. It was a cliche were you were spouting. A cliche. It's true. It's fact. You can't the police now to take me away. Right, you better go, Justin. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much, Catherine and Kelly. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, okay. Catherine thinks she can save the links. Yeah. Catherine, over to you. All the other microphones are off. It's over to you. So that's your lot, I'm no. afraid. That's. Uh, what do you mean? Well, that's. Here's the bits that you normally made. Normally, that's okay. All right, old man story. What's the old man story? I don't know. Let's have a listen. Oh, this is lovely. A story of a lovelorn pensioner who's launched a desperate quest to find his old flame so mm. he can leave his life savings to her. Oh, I think it might be me. Herbert Riley, 83, fell head over heels for Rini after he met her at a dance hall when he was 24. Oh, she was hot stuff. Mr Riley has not spoken to her for 55 years, has no photo of her and can't even remember her surname, Ian. But they danced together in Stockport, Greater Manchester, several times a week and knew each other for four years before she left him to marry a man she'd only just met. She's probably dead. For... Well... Former engineer Mr Riley, who now lives in Longsight, Manchester... Oh, not a nice place. 
Oh. He probably ain't got that much to leave her. Said it was three decades before he saw his true love again working at a bakery in Reddish Stockport in the 1980s. But he struggled to pluck up the courage to speak to her before work took him to Birmingham. Now he's had 10,000 leaflets printed and taken his bicycle in an attempt to track her down. Oh, he's got a bike. One final time. Oh, dearie. Oh, that's so sad. She's probably dead. And has, has, did he not marry her or anything? Has he? What was? Has his life been a, a, a lonely journey? He did marry in 1959, but his wife died of leukemia four oh, years dear. later at the age of 34. He oh, has no children dear. and never married again. Oh, that is. Oh, uh, well, where's Reenie? Reenie, Reenie, where are you, Reenie? Reen. Uh, oh, that is sad, isn't it? Bless him. Well, I, I hope he finds, um, you know. Hang on. I have two brothers who don't need my money. Oh, in that case, jog on, fella. Oh, every day he tries, and every day this happens. Jeffrey's on the line. Morning, Jeffrey. Morning, Jeffrey. Morning. Not That's today, Jeffrey. That's not very nice. Poor old Jeffrey. I almost feel sorry for him. But not as sorry as I feel for this old fella. That's the swimming story. Oh, you've reminded me of something. So, I took the boys swimming, OK? It's a leisure pool, so it's not really a swimming pool. But is there's... this the pants and the key story? Because we've this, heard that one. This is even worse than the pants and the key oh, story. No. It doesn't involve my children's uh, privates this time, right? So there's a section in the leisure... There's another pool at the swimming pool, which is for proper swimming, but there's a section in the, le... in the leisure pool that's, that's kind of roped off for swimming, right? And this old boy comes in, and he's old. He's in his... back. He's, he's, yeah, he's in his 80s, right? And it took him 15 minutes to walk from the changing rooms round to get to the, the pool. Right? He needed a little bit of help going over a little bridge. Right? He's in his 80s. Good for him, guys. He's it? wearing Speedos <laughs> that are way too small for him. They're like for 12-year-olds or something. Honestly, I could see his entire backside. You, on it, you could have parked three bikes in there. It was incredible. It was. I'm, I'm indicating his uh, his shorts came down to there. They came down to there. Thank thank the Lord, my boys didn't see. They didn't notice that, and none of us saw the front. Where are the fashion police when you need them? Well, well I thought... I, I think thought... that's his favourite part of his body, and he wanted to <laughs> show it off. I really thought the, the lifeguards were going to have a word with it. It was completely oh, inappropriate. Him. It was No, it was completely inappropriate. I don't know whether this is true or not, but I'm going to spread it anyway. Yeah. A guy got banned from our swimming pool yeah. for wearing a thong. <laughs> <laughs> OK, dear listener, um, you don't want to go anywhere. Kelly Betts has just told me a story with a little bit of work... We can tell most of that story on the air, OK? It's going to take a little bit of cleaning up, but it's definitely in more ways than one. <laughs> going to have to polish this one a bit. It is... It, we, you don't... You don't want to miss this story, OK? We'll hear it after the news with Simon. <laughs> Kelly, you... Um, and we're going to tread really carefully. I've got some sound effects lined up so we can censor okay. this story. Brilliant. Um, but you saw... Well, tell it what happened to you. So I used to work in a hospital shop. Good for you. Do you get paid Thank for that you. or is it volunteer work? I got paid for it. It's one of my first jobs. Wowzers. And people who would come into the shop were either very old, some of yep. them weren't very well. Yep. Uh, some of them were a mixture of both. Mm -hmm. One man came into the shop with his... Shakalaka boom boom. ..hanging out of the slit in his trousers... And I saw all of his... There's no more fanny. Oh, no, wrong one. Shaka-laka-boom-boom. Boom. And his 
Shakalaka boom boom. Was completely staring at me. But the man had no idea that his shakalaka boom boom was out. That and I had to just carry on and serve him. <laughs> Do you want your regular? Do you want the times? Yes, please. Oh. Did should, you not, should I have told him? You should have said, put that ruddy thing away. Should I? You should, yeah, and then gone. Oh, I think it's disgusting. That's what you should have done. I've just been on the phone. Did anything happen? No, no, it's fine. No, don't, don't worry. worry. We, we, we've all still got okay. jobs. Okay, Luan's on line one. Lovely, thank you very much, Indy. Oh, did you did you not you, you just stared him straight in the eyes? The I'm eyes. Free. I got invited to a school reunion. I'm not going, but the listeners tried to convince me it was a good idea. This probably wasn't the right way to do that. Morning, Ian. Have you, have you, have you been to a school reunion? I have. It was great fun. Tell Catherine she must go. What, why was it so... Well, first of all, how old were you when you had the reunion? Um, 30. Hang on a minute, you only left school about ten minutes ten minutes before that. No, 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 not at all. You know, I was 30 when I went to the school reunion. I left yeah. at 16. Yeah, OK. So, and that was in 1998. So. Hardcore. Happy hardcore. Did you... Was there any doubt in your mind? Were you, were you a little bit anxious about going? No, not really. Not at all. And what happened when you got there? What was it like? Well, it was great. We went... Um, it was in a local pub. Yeah. And the evening was... Really good fun. Everyone was enjoying themselves and having a laugh. Kind of as the evening progressed, the drink flowed as yeah. it does. You know what it's like. Beautiful. And a few people decided to cop off with each yeah, other. Yeah, and the fact you've used the word cop off because yeah. you went straight back to your teenage self. Absolutely. I didn't do the copping. Can I say copping on the BBC? Is you that could, all right? You could say copping just about, yes. Oh, good, good. Well, there was one man and I knew. Yes. And he was a bit of a lad at school. Yeah. You know the type. Oh, yeah. A bit I know it all, that yes. sort of... Yes. And he, I knew he was married by now. Yes. And he was copping while he was married. He was copping, was so he? So while he was doing the copping, I yelled in his ear, I'll get back to your wife, which wasn't very good. That, that, that's really going to put a dampener on any romantic uh, scene. And then I went home, because my kids were young at, at the time, yeah. they were babies, and I forgot all about it. Anyway, this is a good bit. About four months later, yes. this said man walked into my place of work at the time. Oh, yes. I was working as an auxiliary nurse in a local oh, here maternity unit. Yes. Right, and he came in with his wife... Oh, no. Not the person he was copping with, no. and the wife was really heavily pregnant, obviously going in there to give birth. Oh, no. And I had to show him to a bed, and you can imagine uh, how mortified he was when he saw me. Oh, I, see, I, I can imagine that exact feeling, yes. It was. But do you know what? You add insult to injury. I'm really bad like this. I said to him, oh, hello, hello. How are you doing? Wasn't the school reunion oh, good? Sarah. Didn't you have fun? Oh, no. Right in front of his wife. Oh, no. <laughs> Did he say anything about it? He didn't. He just went bright red and he was mortified. Kelly came up with a good idea. Um, 18 years. Justin. Right, because um, Catherine, we've seen pictures of her as a kid. She was weird, geeky looking. She's hot now. <laughs> yeah, I'll she go along should, with that. She should go and own that place. Absolutely, you know. Catherine, listen, t- take my advice. Would you like a Justin's final thought for the day? <laughs> Always. Okay. Um, as Ian says, you know, uh, an attractive woman, um, an intelligent woman, doing very well for yourself, got a very good family, got a good husband, go along and be proud, enjoy. It's not really a fi- as final thoughts go, it's pretty limp. No, it's not. That's a good final thought. What, how saying... did you just round up my life? 
Well, I, I just said that uh, <laughs> you're doing well for yourself. You've got a, a very good family. What, what, what's there to be embarrassed about? Go along and see your old friends and have a good time. Justin, Stop being so miserable. Justin, thank you very much indeed. I'm, I'm partly laughing at that. I'm partly laughing at how uh, Kelly Betts is trying to spell the name Teresa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nigel's on the line. Good morning, Nigel. Yeah, good morning. Hello, Ian. Hello, Catherine. Hello, um, I'd just like to find out, how do I get about go about claiming my commission on the oh. uh, phoning you've just done? Oh, go on. Tell us why. The, why um, well, because um, Catherine tweeted about, what, um, a week, two weeks ago about this um, dilemma she had. Yeah. I tweeted back jokingly with a bit of a tongue-in-cheek, saying, oh, there's a phone-in oh. on this. Oh, you didn't do a face? I didn't know it was tongue-in-cheek. I thought it was a serious suggestion. Oh. <laughs> right. No, no, I mean, it was. It was a little bit. I mean, it was. Bit, I just want... But, uh, yes, I just needed to know how do I claim my commission. Well, Nigel, if you can make it to prisoners, uh, our uh, local Greasy Spoon, uh, in 20 minutes, we'll buy you breakfast. Oh, thank you very and much, but I'm on my way to Stevenage, so oh, I can't go there. Mate. Opposite direction. So. Never more. Well, Never well, listen, mind. well done you. Thank you for getting in touch. And, Catherine, we're getting your cast-off tweets as, as yeah, content for the show. Yeah, who would do that? No, I've been going on about this for about three weeks. Uh, wait, wait, Nigel's a good sport. He's, uh, uh, can we? Wait, next time you're off, can we hire him as a producer? Yeah, sure, yeah. And Teresa. Teresa. Good morning, Teresa. Hello, Ian. You don't want to see how your name's been spelt on my screen. I didn't know there were so many A's in the alphabet. Right, (laughs) what have you got for us? What would you like to say? Uh, I went to a school reunion, and uh, there were three different types of... It was three different people, things that I noticed were there. One one lot of people, you suddenly think, yes, I know who you are straight away, and you start to think. Another lot of people, you think to yourself now... I vaguely recognise your face, but who are you? When you ask the person's name, they say who they are. They say, oh, yes, 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 I remember. Yes. And there's some people come up to you and say, hello, nice to see you. And you, you, they are, you ask their name and you think, I've no idea who you are. <laughs> oh, Teresa, I've got to end it there because we're out of time. But what a brilliant call to end on. Thank you. Let's go to Alice and Ellsby. Morning, Alice. Morning, Mr Lee. Morning, Alice. What, were you a fan of Pulp? I think they sound like a retrospective version of early Lou Reed's Velvet Underground work, which symbolises the decadence and degeneration of early American consumerist culture. Geoffrey? Morning. Not today. And we also spoke to Peter in Wilma Green. Again. I click oh. my heels together. Listen, it's it. Fun to live, I can't even stop this now. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, I can't stop it. If you just play it in full, then you won't have to hear it again. Peter's in Warmer Green. Morning, Peter. Good morning. What do you have a whinge about this morning? Is it Alicia's attic? Uh, Once again, the voice of common sense. Here we go. Common Um, voice. Road tax. Yes. If they spent the road tax on the roads... Yes. They'd have stacks of money to fill all these potholes and make magic roads. What's magic roads? Absolutely. <laughs> What's a magic road? Absolutely, ro- because we're, we're not spending the money on the roads. Full stop. That's the, uh, that's the answer to the question, really, about the roads. They're not spending the money. OK. The thing is, there's no such thing as road tax, is there? Well, I, I, I pay something that they call road tax. No, they don't call it road tax. Oh, all right. They've changed it um, to be an, uh, another evasive sort of tax then. No, it's, it, no road, tax was, road tax was abolished in 1937, Peter. No, no, no. no yes, no. yes, yes. Well, what do I pay my... So what do I pay... Uh, um, 
the money for them. You pay, you pay your vehicle, vehicle excise duty. Yes, but it's still the road tax of by another name. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Then, then you're being very naive. No, I'm not being naive. It's a tax on cars, not on roads, and as we all know, it goes <laughs> straight into the general treasury fund. It's always gone into the general no. treasury, treasury fund, and, yes. and uh, because no. of that, they haven't spent the money on the roads, so that is why we've got great big holes. We've Pe- had it <laughs> other years. Peter, yes. would you do me a favour? Yes. Would you introduce the next record for me? And what's the next record? It's Olive with You're oh, Not Alone. Oh, no, no, thank you. Sorry? No, thank you. I don't... No, no. What? <laughs> what happened between you and Olive in the 90s? No, no, no. Did she let you down? No, no, no. I, 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 Did she I, break your heart? I, I just want to be the voice of common sense, actually. OK. Are you enjoying, are you enjoying our uh, 90s girls' music? 90s girls' music, goodness gracious, they won't be remembered tomorrow. But we're remembering them today. <laughs> no, uh, well, you may re- remember them, but I'll tell you what, the vast majority of your audience isn't. <laughs> so, do me a favour, Peter, if you could just say, this is Olive with her hit, You're Not Alone, from the 90s. Uh, uh, no, thank you. I don't really want to, actually. So, if you just say, Peter, this is Olive with her hit from the 90s, you're not alone. And then you could sing a bit of it and then we'll, we'll, we'll just press play. No, no, not at all, not at all. No, thank no, you. No? Would, no. You rather, would you rather introduce Alicia's Attic? Oh, God, where'd you get these names from? Where on earth are you getting these names from? Was I, was I uh, in a coma in those times? I must have been. <laughs> so Alicia, Alicia's Attic or Olive? No, uh, neither, I'm afraid. Oh, dear. Johnny, Johnny Cash's uh, Sunday morning coming down would be better. It, it, it probably would be better, actually. Unfortunately, we're not playing it. Olive. Oh, I'm having a flashback already. Oh, I can feel my forehead getting all hot. I've got a sweaty head. My leg won't stop moving. I love you, Cash. Taking you back to a 90s trip there. Peter in Wilma Green. I hope you enjoyed that. Olive, you are not alone and none of you are alone because we're here with you this morning. Know that! Okay, I'd finished that now. Kelly Betts. Hiya. Yeah. Seriously, though? Yes. Are you going to play Lucia's Attic? Not a chance. (laughs) Nigel's in Milton Keynes. Good morning, Nigel. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Nigel. What have you got for us on this fine, Um, fair, foggy, smoggy, polluted morn? Cheer me up, why don't you? Uh, it's not even Monday morning. No. Um, Ian, I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, I have to take great issue with your attitude and outbursts this morning. Oh. And I don't think you've been at all fair over the air oh. on your colleagues. And, oh. uh, tell me why. Tell me why. Because, no, I don't know why you are, but you are. You well, when I, when I say tell me why, I mean... No, 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 let no. me have my say first, then. No, when I say... You're crushing me, and you're doing that to your colleagues as well. It's, it's very easy to crush you. I'm making... No, Nigel, well, no, no, Nigel. No, your attitude, Ian, Nigel, is you're being pants, a... and I don't understand, pants. I will not understand Nigel. why you won't be sent on gardening leave from Monday until they find somebody more suitable than capable of containing themselves Nigel. and going with their... Nigel. No, what? You've got you... nothing to say to me that I want to listen to, No, frankly, Nigel, Nigel, you can't... Doing it and... Oh, for goodness sake, oh, Muppet. Nigel, you can't come on and make these accusations. When I said how, or when I said why, no, no, what no, I no. meant, it, you, it you were being obtuse. What I meant was, no, give me I'm examples, give me... You give are me... being disrespectful to your you are being obtuse. you're being disrespectful to someone who has an issue... Uh, Nigel, give me... Listen, Nigel, tell me what your legitimate issue is. You won't give me any examples. Give me an example. You are the issue with your attitude... Give me... Give me... 
with your colleague. Give me an example, Nigel. Why? You've already done it yourself. No. Listen to yourself give me, after this broadcast. Play give it back me, to yourself in with the I ears do. of a listener. On. I do. I listen to it while I'm in the bath. Jeez. <sighs> Watch your language. You... Watch your language, Nigel. Please, don't blaspheme on the radio. Some people are offended by that. For goodness sakes, you know manners. Give me an example, Nigel. I think you're struggling to think of an example. It's just... Which is, is problematic. It's, no, the problem is that you've compressed so much disrespect to your colleagues over the radio and uh, you can't even uh, address Catherine in a, in a normal way. Um, For example, Nigel? Well, you're calling her boily. You know, that's disrespectful over the air on a public broadcast uh, programme. Is your complaint the fact that I've called Boily Boily? That's your that's your complaint. No, that is is that the best complaint. you've got? That is it's not the best I've okay, got. Okay, then it let's have the, another one. Let's have one that actually counts. Let's have one that I'm interested in. What is the matter with you, man? You cannot even recall what you've been saying. No, how Nigel. You've been saying it and presenting Nigel, it to the public. you're the one who has phoned up to criticise what I've said. Yet you can't give me an example of what I've said. I can. Well, go on then. Well, why have you criticised a report that was? Uh, Badly put across, obviously by yourself, because it was passed on. Um, and uh, I just, I just don't understand you. You're referring? No, okay. Let's let's deal with that issue. You're referring to the the report that um, Paul Scoynes completely muffed up, yeah, about the um, well, the MPs' sure expenses. He did because it didn't come across did. as such. And why, did. why? Nigel, let, Nigel, let's focus no, on one thing no, at a time. You're letting, not letting me. No, uh, I am. You've put forward. You're letting me make the point. You've made and, your uh, point. Let me address you are all it. You're fired up and energised this morning. I'm not nothing. Fi- How am I fired up and energised? Let me. Would you like me to address the point or not? No. Oh, oh, okay. So you want to phone up and criticise, but then you wouldn't like me to defend myself. Well, I think you're doing a grand job of actually doing uh, what I've criticised you for. Okay. Would you, would you like me to? Would you like me to explain what went wrong there? Not really, because you oh, tried okay, to do it okay. over the air. This is your fault, Scoynes. Nigel's phoning up because you muffed up earlier on about the MPs' expenses. Nigel's phoning up to have a go at me. Well, probably with good reason. Just keep quiet. You see? Exactly. It's you, that sort of attitude, my isn't it, point perfectly. Yeah. Hang on. And I don't think I need to say any more. Hang on. You're you doing it to yourself. Scoit, right. Yeah. Hang on I one second. I don't know how many feet you've got left to shoot yourself in. I've got... I've not got a gun. Right, Nigel, you stop it. Scoins, keep out of this. <laughs> Nigel, Scoins muffed up. I asked... Well, I asked. Hang on, a, hang on, I asked hang on. a specific yep. question. Had MPs' expenses gone up since the changes to the rules in MPs' expenses had been introduced? In fairness, he, he didn't ask it that specifically. Right. You really are cruising. He... No. Just... You're not helping. He then came down to, and told me about MP salary. I didn't mention MP salary once, Nigel. Well, it's amazing how... So uh, he owes two, me an apology. Two. Three out of your team uh, are uh, backing him up, and yet you're still not listening to yourself or, you, or right. them. OK, first of all, first things first. Catherine, this is your fault. No, you, don't do this on the air. I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing I, this on the air, Nigel, because you're I, doing this on the air. I agree. Stop it, no, Scoynes. You, you were doing it on air before I even rang. Because you... So. Well, you... Right. C- Catherine. Okay. Yes. Right. I want to work with you after the show. We won't do it on air. He's right. We won't. Well, don't do it now. No, I'm going to. I'm doing. Stop I'm, saying I'm, it now. You don't need to, and it's totally disrespectful. I am. I, I want you off air next week. I on am on behalf of the, all the listeners. Right. Stop. In three counties just, just, and, and many of the staff. Paul, will you stop it? Sorry, you, you are see? not helping. You're Nigel, think to yourself. I'm listening. I'm listening. Right. No, you're not listening. One thing to at a time. Yourself. I d- you should <sighs> have in your head. As a professional, yes. you call yourself a professional. I'm I paid know. for it, so yes, You're I'm a professional. Muffet. Well, no, I'm a professional. Oh, what? You're a professional muffet. A muffet. A muffet. A muffet. You said muffet. 
You did say Muffet? Yeah, you did. Well, it's, no, it's, it's, it's... I did say Muffet, yeah. Thank you. Right, OK. You Muffet perfectly. Yeah, OK, right. Thank you. Catherine, uh, we're not going to do this on air, but I want to work with you after the show well, and you're, you're in trouble. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm arranging to do it off air, Nigel. No, you're not. So you're going to get... I want to work with you upstairs after the show, straight away. But right. you're not making the arrangements. Um, the arrangement on air. Um, the and arrangement none of us needs to hear it. No, so well, you. What's your br- problem? You're what? Right, Scott. Right. I'm not stopping anywhere. No, good. Um, I'm, Catherine, I'm, telling, I'm trying to tell you Catherine. and inform you of because shut, you're stop, not listening. Stop it, you muppet! You muppet, you're trying to shut me up. Right, I will. So, um, Catherine, you're in trouble. Scoins, you're in trouble. I'm in trouble? Why am I in trouble? Because you. Right. I thought we were doing this off air. No, we're, we're anyway. Are the MPs getting more expenses now than they were before? It's a bit complicated. Oh, Scoinsy. Scoinsy? Well, what do you want? Did you, did you, want, did you want a yes, no, or no? Yeah, we had to... Thank you, Nigel. You're... Yes. I can't say you're welcome, but hey... Um... By the way, by the way, by the way, I'm back next week. Enjoy my con- gardening. My contract runs out in September, and guess what, Nigel? Not soon enough. It's just been extended by a year. Whoa. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So thanks, Nigel. It doesn't excuse you for yeah, misbehaviour yeah, yeah. misappropriation yeah. of the airway. I can't hear okay. you. I can't hear you. I've taken no. my headphones off. Well, exactly. Are you still talking? <laughs> is he gone? No, I'm still here. Oh, I've still got my headphones on, actually. I was lying when I said I'd taken them off. Did. Yeah, OK. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, you I put, tell. You put, yeah, I bet you could. You yeah. put the phone That's down, what then. what Muppets do. Yeah, Muffets. Muff- no, Muffets. Uh, Muffets. Muffets. Right. Muffets and Muppets. Stop laughing, Scoins! And Catherine! Have we, have we filled... We've got another three minutes to go yet? N- Nigel! Justin! Hello, boss. Can you believe this? Outrageous. By the way, well done for the uh, breakfast show of the year nomination this week. Oh, thank you. The Sony Award and the, yes. uh, the, the Sony nomination award for um, the best interview of the year. Yes, congrats, you <laughs> Muffet. Thanks very much indeed. Right. Nigel, put the phone down. I'm not giving you the pleasure of cutting you off. That's all right. Put the phone down, then. No. Right, I'll, we'll sit and wait. Oh, thank you, Peter. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Well, if you don't put it down, then you're a Muppet. No. Muppet! <coughs> Stop laughing, oh, Scoins! can't help it, sorry. Oh, can't help it. Do they get more expenses or not? Well, if you compare it to 2008-9, which is when the expenses scandal broke, yeah. they claimed uh, £102.3 million. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at the overall bill uh, for 2012-13, yes. it was £98.1 million, so just under... Right. Uh, after immediately after the scandal broke, it fell to ninety five point four. So they have claimed slightly oh. less, okay. slightly less. Has he gone? No, I'm still here. Oh. What do you think of that, Nigel? About the expenses? Yeah. No, about that disappointing report from Paul Scoynes. What did you think about that? Well, it was factual. It was well, it wasn't it wasn't clear, was it, Nigel? Well, I gather the instructions weren't clear either. Yeah. The instructions uh, are very clear. Well, not, I'll tell you what, Nigel. Oh, we're going I tell you what, Nigel. Circles. Yeah, we are going around in circles, and that circle is going to lead you and Catherine Boyle up into the office upstairs, where I'm going to launch, Nigel, because of you, disciplinary action against Paul Scoynes <laughs> and Catherine Boyle. Do you not have the jurisdiction? Yeah, yeah. that's right. I said jurisdiction. Sorry. Well, I do, and, I, and it's because of you, Nigel. How do you feel about that? I feel you're 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 digging yourself deeper and deeper. Yeah, I'm digging myself hopefully. deeper and deeper and deeper and to get away from you. Getting your contract doesn't necessarily mean that you can't be sacked. Uh, if I get sacked, I get a nice big payoff. Well, 
Uh, no, no, that's no. technically I don't think not. So. Is that not true? That's not. No. No, you're at the BBC now, mate. Oh. In, in that case, Nigel, <laughs> I'd like to offer you my sincerest and humblest apologies. Yeah, I... Well... Oh, I know uh, it's a horse impression, mate, for goodness <laughs> sakes. See? I'll be honest, Just. Mm. She did a pretty good job there. She did a very good job. It's a shame that she's being sacked and replaced by Saffron from Republica. <laughs> Saffron, oh, that lovely red hair. Saffron. She what tweeted she me lovely? this morning. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. So, Catherine, okay. it's been nice working with you. Well, I wish I could say the same. You saved the links on the podcast this week, You're and welcome. that has to be respected. Thanks. Um, we'll give you a round of applause as you leave. Thanks very much. Woo! Well done, Cam. I wish I could say I was sad about it. See ya. Bye, Cam. Wouldn't want to be ya. Do you know what else happened this week? Yeah, go on. This. If what? I'm honest, Kelly, you're mm. kind of my favourite out of the two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to miss um, uh, Eileen. Dashy? What's um, it Dashy? The woman who was just here. What? Laura. What's her yeah. name? What was that girl's name who used to work on the show, Jess? Uh, Rashmina? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'd just like to say a big thank you to Rashmina for all of the work that she's done. Rashmina Boyle. Well done, Rashmina, and I wish you the very best of luck. In whatever you do. Good luck, girl. Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks, on FM, AM, digital radio, and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 